happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In this episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we find ourselves in the 40 days before Easter and continue a series of conversations about the week leading up to Jesus's death and resurrection. Join us as we look at these events and their message for our lives. Well, thank you for joining us in this podcast. I am Erica Close and I am here with Kim Miller. Hi, thank you for joining us on Monday. We're talking of about Holy Monday. Week. That's right. We are talking about Monday today and how the Monday of Holy Week has a lesson for us and for our lives. On Monday after Palm Sunday, Jesus goes into the heart of Jerusalem and he goes into the temple. Let's pick up in Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 through 16. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. And when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased and said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have ye never read out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? What a verse. That reminds me of that verse in Luke 19:40. Right. That says, and he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out, I don't want the stones praising Jesus instead of me. Absolutely not. I don't want the stones getting my blessings. I love that the the praise of children, the the praise of undefiled children is the perfected praise. All right, but we have more to read. So we're going to go on and read in Matthew 21, 33 through 46. Right, because keep in mind that what we just read in 12 through 16 was where he entered the temple courts, and he drove out all of those that were buying and selling there, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and everything that was going on because they were selling and cheating people in the temple. There's so much to unpack <laughs> So much. that we're going to begin and do our best, but we are encouraging you to pray that the Lord would open up your heart and mind for what you should learn from these scriptures. And those of us who are children of God, 
the Holy Spirit helps us to understand what he has to say. So on this Monday of Holy Week, tensions are running high. Jesus has entered the outer courts of the temple, and he observes this big business undertaking and that the merchants are selling their goods, their animals for sacrifice, and money is being changed. And there's being added money taken, like interest. And he's selling this merchandise they are for more than what they should and taking advantage of these people who are coming to sacrifice. And this is a problem because it may have started out with the right idea to help these people have what they need to do their sacrifices, but greed has become part of it now and extortion. And Jesus sees this and he realizes what is going on because he knows all things. Mm -hmm. So you may think that you're fooling him, but you are not. And here's what he does. He sets the temple back to what it's supposed to be, which is a place of prayer and holiness and redemption. And he allows us to see what is supposed to be happening. And God is love and God is is forgiveness. And God's grace allows us to have his love and his forgiveness and instills in us to forgive and love others. And we need to understand that. So as we're looking at our lives, this holy week that we're studying, we need to realize, we need to really pay close attention to what our lives are saying about who Jesus is and what he has done for us. Because he has told us that the sanctuary, the temple, is a place for personal reflection, repentance, and to have our peace restored. And we need to ask ourselves, why do you go to church? Is it to be seen? Is it to perform? Or is it to worship and to receive from God? Because the temple had ceased to be what the temple was supposed to be, right? There was, right. There was burnt offerings in there, but amidst all of that burnt offering that was what was supposed to be occurring there was profiteering there was greed happening and even the priests in the temple had changed their priority they weren't there to minister to the people which is what the lord had set up for them then we can read about that in the old testament that was what was set up and they weren't ministering to the people they were literally lining their pockets right and they were making money and the church itself had become polluted, and all of that was immediately threatened when Jesus came in. And you know, here enters the great high priest, and all the priorities had to be reestablished because Jesus has one focus, and that is to do the will of the Father. And we as Christians cannot allow, we are the church. I'm not talking about buildings. And we do know there are buildings that have false doctrines. We know there are buildings that, and, and, and people who are claiming to be ministers who, who are not focused on the gospel. And those are the ones we need to not support or listen to or allow ourselves to be influenced by. But the Bible tells us how the church, which is each one of us, should be. And we can't be polluted like the temple became polluted. And the way we allow ourselves 
not to be polluted is to stay in the word of God and allow Jesus to order our footsteps. And in this parable that we're talking about, the temple had to be cleansed. And Jesus said what was wrong, and he refused to let it continue. And that is the model we must use in our own lives. When the Holy Spirit convicts us, we need to remove it and not let it continue. I love that that Jesus came in to this situation that was completely disordered. Disorderly, we might say. That's a word we use a lot, disorderly. Um, But he brought order. He put it to right. And that's the same thing that like happens in our lives. When we're not following the Lord, our Lord, our lives get out of order. They're not in subjection to Jesus. Like the, they're not in the correct order. He wants to bring order to our lives. And the order he sets up in our lives is the only thing that's going to work. And this scene had to have been chaotic mm-hmm. when he was turning tables. And this was a display of righteous anger against the system that they had put in place to displace God as the focus of worship and allegiance. And this shows us how we need to deal with things. He was not gentle and meek Jesus, like when you think of Jesus in the manger. No, he came in as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He came in as the supreme authority. And we can't lose sight of the authority that God has in the life of his children. He is it. It's not about what we think. It's not about what feels good to us. It's not about what our opinion is. It's not about what we would like the word of God to say. It is about thus saith the Lord. And sometimes thus saith the Lord requires some tables in our lives to be overturned, right? Sometimes they have things that just need to be completely changed, to flip, be flipped over. Switches need to be flipped, right? Actions need a 180. Behaviors need a 180. That happens, and we need that in our lives. And on the Monday of Holy Week, this is where God and Jesus are demonstrating where we have to, to make sure that we have made Jesus our priority, And to get rid of and not tolerate and not continue to allow anything or anyone else to be our priority. So wherever he's been displaced in your life or in your heart, you have to right that wrong. And you need to ask him to forgive you when 1 John 1, 9 says he will. And you have to realize You can't put anything above him. You can't have any other idols. Anything that was put in your life that you are placing above the Lord that's keeping Jesus from being your priority is an idol. And it competes for our attention. It demands our allegiance. It gives us this distraction from what is real. And we can't let that happen. We got to seek the Lord and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto us, according to Matthew 6, 33. So we either seek to own and control what we believe is ours, or we choose to be a steward of what is God's. 
And if we're choosing to be a steward of what is God's, we're allowing him to control it and to manage it. We can't put anything in front of God. You know, Erica, some people even put their past in front of God, and they don't realize that that's what they're doing. But they allow their past to control them. They allow them to live in fear and bondage. And the Bible says in Romans 8, 37, that we're more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. You can't put anything as top priority in your life but Jesus Christ. So this leaves us with a few questions before we uh, finish our podcast on the Monday of Holy Week. And that is this. Where do we need to let Jesus turn over the tables of our heart? And where are we still holding on to misplaced priorities? That's a question we need to ask ourselves. Where are the misplaced priorities of our life? If you're not having time to read the Word of God, if you're not putting the Word of God in your heart, if you've not made time to assemble yourselves together with godly people, what's keeping you from doing that? And I think, too, that leads us to another question, that if there's a cleansing going on, that's going to look different in all of our lives. But if the Lord calls for a cleansing, we need to answer that. We need to allow the cleansing to occur. Amen. Amen. I want you to really think about how Jesus reacted to the money changers and merchants. And what would he say about your attitude to your idols? And if he brings the things to your mind that you feel like you have full ownership of, pray that God would help you release those to him. Because the life we're told to live is one of full dependence on God. And the example and lessons that he teaches us on Monday of Holy Week is one where we don't have any priority but Jesus Christ. Amen. And so it is our prayer that you know him as personal Savior and that by walking through each day of Holy Week and learning more about what it was that God did when he gave his son for our sins and more about what it means that Jesus gave his life for us, And as we see the lessons that are taught in each of the days, I pray that we're all reflecting upon our lives and allowing Jesus to cleanse us so that he is King of kings and Lord of lords and without anything in front of him in our lives. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. 
If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl.